stories, fables, ghostly tales. Welcome, lovely listeners. It's a Friday over here in Australia, so it's practically the weekend. I have my old grey at the ready, and I order some pizzas for the night. Uh, you know I'd share, but I can't send my pizza through the airwaves. And you know it's probably best that I can't. So much mess. Now, I was going to continue on to part 5 of vilification, but I realised I can't finish it today. And I don't want to rush the story in any way or compromise the quality. Also, I wanted to break up this week's main story with an old-time radio episode to shake things up. And the title of this old-time radio episode is... Heavenly Jeep. Not something I'd ever thought I'd say. So next week, Monday and Tuesday, I'll be able to complete Vilification by Shannon Higdon in its entirety without compromising or rushing things. Quality comes first. Let me give you today's episode synopsis and we'll jump right in. Two soldiers, a captain and a sergeant, are driving a jeep down a road. When the jeep the soldiers are driving hits a landmine, the soldiers realize that eventually they're not hurt at all. But what now? So turn the sound up, grab close your hottest beverage and ionized yeast, and join me for an old-timey tale. Ionized Yeast presents Lights Out. Everybody. Lights Out brings you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly. So if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly but sincerely to turn off your radio now. This is Arch Obler. Tonight a story that's literally out of this world. Lights out. Everybody. Lord, the past the ammunition. Praise the Lord, the past the ammunition. Praise the Lord. I say, the... Sergeant. Yeah, Captain? That song. Rather monotonous, isn't it? I don't know anymore, White. Well, that's reassuring. Yeah. Sergeant. Yes, sir? Back home in America, in civilian life, what were you? A plumber. Really? Yep. Still carry my union card. What do you think I was, Cap? Oh, one of those daredevil circus riders. Oh, you mean I'm riding too fast? Well... Okay, Captain. It isn't much of a road, you know. Any speed you want, Captain. You're doing fine. Captain? Yes? You mind if I ask you something? Well? What were you? Uh, I mean, back in England. I mean, before the war. I mean, if you want to tell me. Why not? I was a paleontologist. Oh... Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's all right, Sergeant. Even my best friends didn't quite know what that meant. Paleon what? A paleontologist. That means... Uh, Sergeant, pull up. Yes, sir? What's the matter, Cap? There's something wrong with this road. Huh? I remember distinctly a burnt-out Mark IV was just to the right before that ridge of dunes. Oh, Captain, so help me. We're going the right way. I don't know about that. I've checked my compass. Infernal desert roads. One never knows when... Well... What's the matter, Captain? Have you a compass? 
No. It seems that I've lost mine. Uh-oh. Well, I've simply got to get Mac back to Mademoiselle Bob. I'm quite certain it isn't in this direction. Well, it sure looks like the road to me, Captain. No, I'm positive about that burnt-out tank. I think we'd better cut to the right here. Okay, Captain. Hardly do to find ourselves back in Mr. Rommel's lines now, would it? Maybe we will anyway. What's that? Well, I don't know about this road, sir. You'll have to trust to my judgment, Sergeant. Yes, sir. Why so slow? Well, this road don't look so kosher to me. What does that mean? Well, the uh, Jerry's might have fixed it up with a few landmines. Nonsense. Our engineers have cleared out every road within 50 miles. Go ahead. It's getting rather late. You'd better increase your speed. Okay. You're the captain. Landmines. I'll take my soul. There isn't a landmine within... I've been sitting here thinking what a miracle it was. Hit a landmine and outside of a bruised shoulder, no harm done. Yeah, only now we haven't got a jeep. I understand how you feel, Sergeant. man uses his judgment and sometimes he's wrong. It's okay, Captain, okay. Only how long are we going to sit here? No use trying to find our way back till daybreak. Gee, sure was a swell jeep. You were very lucky. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, come the dawn, like they say, somebody come along and pick us up. Meanwhile, laying here, it's okay. Yes. Lovely night. Captain. Yeah? You know anything about stars? Little? That bright one up there. How far away do you suppose it is? Oh, I don't know exactly. Roughly speaking, I should think. Must be at least uh, 150 light years away. Light years? Well, light years simply means the distance light can travel in one year, traveling at the rate of 186,000 miles per second. In other words, the light that you're looking at from that star traveled 150 times six quadrillion miles to get here. You wouldn't kid me, would you, Captain? Spoofy? Yeah. <laughs> now, that's scientific fact. But how can they know? Who holds the other end of the tape measure? The tape measure is purely mathematical. Believe me, it's all very accurate. Why the interest in that star, Sergeant? Oh, I don't know. Well, tell me. Well, when I was a kid, me and my brother used to go on camping trips, and at night I'd lie out and just like this and look at the stars and wish I could get up to them. Very strange. Hmm? Ever since I was a child, that subject interstellar travels fascinated me, too. No kidding? Hmm. Move out into space. Through our universe, beyond our universe. See the wonders of fire and flame. Then the celestial fireworks on the edge of the sun. One flame of which is greater than all our world. Move from cold star to cold star. See evolution repeating itself. Somewhere out there on a world as young as ours once was. Dinosaurs and flying reptiles. Men, or not quite men. 
and then move on to other planets where men perhaps are wise beyond our greatest hopes. Wonderful thing, Sergeant. Travel out into the heavens. Gee, you sure can say the words, Captain. The heavenly jeep, Sergeant. That's what we need. <laughs> yeah, a heavenly jeep. What's that, Sergeant? Yeah, I hear. From the north, Jetty. Must be. Look, it's getting light. Yeah, ain't that a break? It gets light when they're coming. But get down, stay down. You're silhouetted against the sky. I'm down, I'm down. Sounds like quite a flight. Rama must have got some new bombers from Crete during the night. They won't last long. Mighty low. Sure getting daylight fast. Well, I hope they don't decide to investigate this road in the jeep. Here one comes. Down, down. Stay down. Don't... It's me. Captain, where are you? I, I don't know. Yeah. So dark. Sergeant, I see you. Yeah, I see you, Captain. Why is it so dark? What happened? I don't remember. Where are we? I don't know. I, I can't see too well. We were on the sand, hiding. Were we hiding? Yes, I, I remember the, the Stuka. Yeah. It dove down on us, machine gunner. I felt my head a, a blow. Captain, look. What, what? On the ground. It's you. Your head. But, but, but I'm here. It is you. No, no, I, I'm perfectly all right. Sergeant, look over there. Me? Yes. It's you. You're all shot up. Huh? And, and yet you're standing here alongside me. Yeah. We're... We're hanging in air. <gasps> Sergeant. Huh? I do believe we're dead. What? Dead. I heard... I heard you... I wonder what's supposed to happen now. I don't know. Free of our bodies. We seem to be free. Sergeant, listen to me. Hmm? We can do it now. What? What we were talking about before. We're dead, I, I'm sure of that. And free of our bodies, hanging in the air. Free of our bodies. Take my arm. Take it, I say. Okay. Moving through space. Wish that. Will yourself to move through space. Yeah. We are moving through space. Yeah. We can do it, Sergeant. We can and we will. What are you talking about? What we wanted to do. Go star traveling. We'll visit a star. Ladies and gentlemen, we leave our lights-out story of Heavenly Jeep for just a moment now to eavesdrop on a telephone call. Hello? Yes, you do. Why am I crying? It's Bob. 
I just know he'll never invite me out again. I was so cross with him. Oh, Edie, I don't know what to do. I'm so tired most of the time. I'm losing weight and I've lost my pep. Whatever am I going to do? Well, if like so many others nowadays, you simply need more vitamin B1 and iron, I'd suggest you try ironized yeast tablets. They cost but a few pennies a day. They give you both these vital substances, and believe me, they are vital. You see, when you don't get enough vitamin B1 from what you eat, you may lose your appetite, not eat all you should. And when you don't get enough iron from your food, you may be pale and run down, feel all in. But if you are short on these substances, don't wait. Start taking ironized yeast tablets right away, tonight. Then see if before long you aren't saying... Bob says I look like a million with those nice pounds I've gained. And, and last night we danced till dawn. Thanks to ironized yeast tablets, I've lost that tired feeling now. And now back to our lights-out story of the captain and the sergeant, who, finding themselves dead, decide to visit the world beyond this one. Sergeant, are you all right? I guess so, yeah. Higher. Higher. Captain, you got to tell me how fast we're going. How fast? Stars. Look at them. So big. Now look back. What's that? Don't you know? Look, Europe. Africa. The wild. Hanging like a little globe. Smaller and smaller. That's how fast we're going. Speed of light. No, speed of thought. But, but we're dead. No, no, don't think that. Think of this, man. Star traveling. Who's ever done it before? Whoever will. We're traveling to the stars. Look at them. Billions on billions. World without end. Which one should we go to, Sergeant? Which one? Sergeant, I'm talking to you. Why, what? what? Who? Who are you? Woman. Please, I'm frightened. Who are you? But the sergeant, where, where, where is he? I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm frightened. I don't know where. Oh, it's all right. Now, don't be frightened. Hold on to my hand. I'm Captain James Wood. I was stationed near El Bazaar. Jerry's strafed as a... I'm very certain that I'm dead. Dead? Yes. Then I... Well, what happened to you? Think, please, it's important. Talk to me. I was standing in the field, back of the back of the vestry house. I heard the sound of the planes. Where? Where do you live? Outside of Leeds. When did it happen? Just a little while ago. The bomb. I heard it. And I didn't. I... I must be dead, too. I think so. Where are we going? Why am I with you? I, I don't know. We're, we're someplace out in space, and I think we're moving so quickly. Why? What were you thinking about as it happened? I don't know what you mean. I mean, back at your home, before the bomb, what were you thinking about just then? I, I don't quite remember. It's important. Tell me. I think I was looking at the stars. Yes? And thinking how nice it would be to be able to go home to them. Yes? Oh, is that why? Yes, I think it is. Oh. Captain. Who? Sergeant. Right here. Where? Where? Here, up in here. Who is he? Oh, he got hurt with me, uh, Sergeant Berg. Place to meet him. Captain, what goes here? I'm scared. I am, too. And yet, Miss... 
what is your name? Anne. Anne Harper. Uh, Miss Harper, you understand, don't you? The sergeant and I were talking about star traveling, and that's what you were thinking about when you got blitzed. And that's where we're going. Right at that star. You do understand? I'm trying to. Dead and going higher and higher to a star. Holy cash. It isn't possible. Wonderful. Back where we started. What, Sergeant? Flew all around and back where we started from. This is the world, isn't it? No, that that isn't possible. What are you talking about? Green hills, boys, trees? It is the earth. Yes, it must be. Oh, we're, we're back on the earth. I don't think so. Huh? Why do you say that, Captain? We left the earth. My senses told me that. Uh, Sergeant, you remember? The earth behind us. Smaller and smaller. The continents outlined, remember? But... But this, where are we now? Where are we now? I don't know. And yet I think I do. A place that's just like where we came from, but another world. You hear me? Another world. Huh? Heart? Do you realize the miracle of it? A universe full of millions of stars, suns, flying comets, burning gas and heat and coal beyond understanding. One chance in millions of a star with air on it. With temperature just exact enough to permit life. Of another star with air surrounding it, just like our Earth. One chance in millions of a, another star with temperature mild enough to permit growing things, the way we know them. And this it is. We're here. Another world... Exactly like our own. Then I'm not dead. I'm not dead. Do you feel anything? Huh? The air is bright. There's a sun shining. No, look. Two suns in the sky. A large and a small one. Well, what's that got to do with me? Yes, what's that to do with our being alive? Do either of you feel the warmth? <gasps> oh, look. That tree is bending in the wind. Do you feel the wind, either of you? I don't. I don't either. Well, what does it mean? You've got to tell me. What I said before must be true. We're dead, but getting our last wish, that must be God's gift to all the dead. As long as we're here and know that we're here, I suppose that's all that matters. I'm not dead. I know I'm not dead. All right, I'm Sergeant, all right. Yeah. The important thing is to... Why did you stop talking? Captain, what are you... See? Yeah. What is it? What are you both looking at? Well, that rise over there. What? I think we saw a man. There he is again. <gasps> well, from the look of him, we've we've stumbled on another garden of Eden. But his face. What? Can't you see? His face. Look at his face. <laughs> Talking to you, don't you understand, Wade? Who are you? Why have you got your fenced up? Hey, what's the matter with them? Keep yelling at them, and all they do is make that noise. This fence? 
Why is it all around the field? Why is it around them? Captain, we're talking to you. All these men and women and children, why are they fenced in? What's the matter with them? Their faces, all of them, so empty. What's the matter with them? I don't know. Insane. That's it. They're insane. Yeah, that's it. Nuts. Twelve-foot fence. That's why they got it to keep all the nuts in. Perhaps. But how inhuman. Those poor little children. The women. No protection against the sun. I'm with you, lady. They ain't got no right to treat anybody this way. Captain, come on. We'll see the CEO. I mean, whoever's in charge and tell them what we think. Captain, what's the matter? Have you forgotten where we are? Huh? Well, it doesn't matter. Of course, you're right. We must do what we can for these unfortunate people. But where's the house? The asylum? trees are so thick. We'll just have to follow this fence until we come to the main house. Yes. Coming, Sergeant? Yeah. Captain. What is it? Could it be possible the enclosure is some sort of a concentration camp? It's possible. Like, like in Germany? Listen. They've stopped murmuring. Yeah. They're all looking in the other direction. What? Quickly, in the brush. Get behind that brush. Yes. Okay. There's nothing. Listen. What? A plane. I don't know. Airplane? I see it over the trees. There, it's circling. <gasps> what? Godfrey. What is it? I'll go see. Wait, stay where you are. It's landing in the enclosure. Please tell me, what is it? I don't know. I don't know. It's a... It's a box. Yes. An insect as large as a man. Listen to the people. Yes. Why are they clustering around that thing? Why? Captain, did you see it? Yes, it's feeding them. An insect feeding men. It's a rotten truth. Look at it. They're sticking their faces up toward it like like a farmer and his pigs. Oh, no. A farmer and his pigs. Captain, why did you say it too? I was only talking. Do you hear me? I was only talking. The truth. Huh? What did you say? Captain, what is this? What is that thing out there? I don't quite know, but I think it's an ant. Ant? A winged ant. And I think he's feeding his stock. No. Why do you say that? It ain't true. Look at them. No, it can't be. They're people like you and me. A bug feeding them. Captain, you got brains. How could a thing like that be? Tell me. We're in another world. Accept that fact. We're in another world. A world just like our own in climate and in structure with... One great difference, and yet a small difference, cosmically. The race of man is not the primary creature here. Here are the lords and rulers of the animal world. Yes, the insects. The cleverest of them all, the ants. Huge ants. Like that one, I tell you, well, if it's as clever in proportion as the tiny ones I watched in my garden back in England, then this world is a better integrated place than where we came from. But look at that ant. Why, if it's too direct, it would be at least seven feet tall. Magnificent. Magnificent? Lady, did you hear him? He's out of his head. A bug big as a truck feeding people like us, and he calls it magnificent. Yet it's true. Captain, you are right. Frightening, but you are right. You too? Lady, you too? Sergeant, I told you in another no, world. No, I listen to, to you. You listen to me, both of you. This magnificent stuff, this malarkey about that bug and others like it running things. I tell you, it's not for me. Bugs crawl on the ground and they fly and you swat them. They don't put 12-foot fence around you and keep you there. They don't feed you. An objective attitude is necessary. What do you to mean, me? an objective attitude? They're kids and men and women and look at them begging that thing for a handout. 
when it's said and fat enough, what do you think he does with them? What do you think? But another Stop world. Stop talking about another world. I don't want any part of it. I want to get out of here. You, both of you, got too many brains for me. Me, I just, just feel things, and I don't want any part of this world. I'm, I'm tired, and I want to go back where I belong. It's a cockeyed world, all right, but at least there, it's a man's world, and a man's got a fighting chance. Sergeant, stay down. No, I won't stay down. This place with its super concentration camp and people like pigs, it's not for me. I want to get out of here. I don't have to be here. I'm not dead. You hear me? I'm not dead. 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 Sure, sure, Sergeant. Take it easy. You're all right. Relax, Sergeant. We'll have you back in a base hospital in a few moments. Where? Where? Captain Wood? Yeah. Yeah, Captain Wood. Where? Where? We had to bury him out there. The Stuka that strafed you did a pretty complete job. I, I, I... Don't try to talk. Lucky the ambulance driver took the wrong turn of the road or we'd never have found you. Another hour out there and we had to check you off, too. Between the hot sun and the ants. Ants? Yeah. Tell me, Captain, really dead? Yeah, too bad. It's okay. What? The Captain, just where he wants to be, that's okay. All right. Why, yeah, yeah, see, we gave him a decent burial. He'll rest in peace. That's where you're wrong. What? Him and his violin won't rest. They got too many brains to stay quiet dead. They'll keep on, what did he call it? Uh, star traveling. Yeah. Star traveling. Now for some obligatory 1940s ads. Enjoy. Make sure you keep up your pep. Well, Mr. Obler, I must say a pleasant prospect. What do you mean? Well, this future you outlined for us, traveling to other worlds and finding that the ants or the bees or the termites have taken over. That's no prophecy, Frank. That's just a possibility. But before talking about those possibilities, a brief word from you. Friends, if you're so tired out and jumpy and underweight and all in that you can't get your proper enjoyment out of life, and if more vitamin B1 and iron is all you need to help you snap out of it, remember, ironized yeast tablets with their famous two-way help have been a truly astonishing benefit to countless men and women with these deficiencies. Of course, there are instances where a rundown condition may stem from other causes. If you're in doubt, by all means, consult a physician. But if you simply need more vitamin B1 and iron, remember, ironized yeast has been so successful in such cases that it's sold on this no-risk, money-back basis. If you don't start to eat better, to feel much better, and so sleep better, the cost of the first bottle will be refunded to you in full by Ironized Yeast, Box IY, Rahway, New Jersey. And now, Mr. Obler, what about the possibility you were talking about of an insect world? Frank, that's just a possibility. Scientists have long agreed that the bees and the ants and the termites are, well, they have community organizations and a willingness to sacrifice for the good of their fellow beings is really remarkable. Under proper conditions, there, well, there would be the possibility of a world ruled by the insects. I can hear some cynics out there saying that surely the ants and the bees and the termites couldn't have made a worse mess of this world and 
certain ones of us have, and this, well, he's 1,943 years since. Oh, well, let's, let's turn to pleasanter things next week. I walked into the script department of Columbia Broadcasting System here in Hollywood a few weeks ago, and I, I found myself surrounded by some charming young ladies who left their typewriter long enough to insist that I tell them the, uh, the truth about myself. In other words, that I really live the plays I wrote for Lights Out. I managed to get out of the department alive, and if you want to hear the revenge of Obler against the ladies of the script department, well, listen in to Murder in the Script Department next week. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Arch Obler's eerie story called Murder in the Script Department. And if you need more vitamin B1 and iron, be sure to try ironized yeast. But remember, there's only one ironized yeast. You'll know it instantly by the yellow and orange package and by the big letters IY on the container and on each tablet. street or down, you'll see that white shoes have come to town. And because of shoe rationing, folks are using Energine Shoe White to help give those white shoes the best of care. Energine Shoe White is made with the whitest pigment obtainable. It spreads over shoes easily and dries evenly to a real white, never a dingy off-white. So keep white shoes looking better longer by Energine Shoe White. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Well, did you enjoy this one? Would you believe this was one of my earliest old-time radio episodes that I ever listened to? It gives me some nostalgia re-listening to those actors, the lines, and the narrative as it is. Minus the ionized yeast, of course. For the life of me, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I'm sure this tale is one that you yourselves have heard just told in a different way. Classics die hard. Next week, you brilliant listeners, I'm going to be covering off vilification. I can't leave you all hanging, right? And I'll also be doing some fan stories. Oh yeah. So you're in for a treat. Join me then and have an amazing tea-filled weekend. And till next time.